I think I'm going down. I got to be with the peeps. Morning. All right. I'm going to get the reverb off. Otherwise, you guys won't expect me to start singing. That'd be a bad plan, right? Oh, oh actually, I like that with the reverb. Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> wow. I need, to t- I need to stop and take you guys in for a minute because we haven't had an opportunity to really be together as a larger group for uh, over a year. I would take some time to mourn that, but today's a new day. And God's obviously up to, up to some good stuff. And um, it has, I, 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 as I was praying about this, this time together today, uh, I, I'm always listening to the Lord. It's like, what do you, you want to say to us? And, you know, as, as a pastor, as a, a teacher of the Bible, uh, I'm usually kind of stuck. Like, I, I got I to get a good, good message in. I got to get some stuff going on here. Um, but, you know, the, the Lord always overrides that. You guys know that in your life? If, if you know the Lord, it's, it's, it's funny. It's, uh, one of the Proverbs says that uh, man makes his, makes his way. And then God directs his steps. And sometimes I'm, I'm going one way and God's like, uh, excuse me, let's take, a, let's, let's take a little trip over here. And so I, I want to, uh, before I, I, I am going to give a, a very short message. Uh, that's a joke. <laughs> you, you guys know pastors that try to do short messages. That's, a, that's pretty interesting. Anyway, I will actually keep it somewhat brief. Um, but before I do, I, I just thought, since this is kind of the first larger gathering that we've had, that I take a moment to, to speak a word uh, over you. And uh, the, the word that first came to me is, is one of the ones that Jesus spoke uh, when he wrote. And one of the first things he said to the people that he met was, do not be afraid. And we've spent really a, the larger part of last year uh, taking in really a spirit of fear uh, through, uh, you know, not knowing, you know, when we, when we're, when we don't know what's going on, a lot of times our hearts uh, immediately move towards fear and survival and that kind of thing. And, and it's interesting that on uh, when Jesus rose from the dead, the first thing he said to the people was do not fear, do not be afraid. And I, I was thinking that really the Easter story, one of the, biggest parts of it is that uh, people were really afraid of what was going on. They did not know. They took Jesus away. They crucified him. They saw that he had died. And all of their hopes and all of their dreams were really uh, thrown, uh, you know, like up in the air. And when you don't know what's happening with your life, that's when fear tends to settle in. And so I really wanted to speak a word of peace to you because when Jesus uh, saw the disciples for the first time went after the resurrection, uh, he came to them and he said, peace be with you. And this morning I, I wanted to speak this word of peace to you because God has, has brought us to a new day. Isn't that right? That we're here. We're in the sunshine. We're together. We got masks. In fact, I, I, I'm 12 feet away from you. I think I can take mine off. Uh, I promise not to spit on you like I normally do. Uh, but this is a new day. And, and I, I just wanted to speak to those. Uh, th- this has been a, a crazy 
uh, year for all of us. There's been a lot of loss. Uh, uh, my my father passed away in January of this year, and I, I wasn't able to go see him when he was sick. And and there there was just a lot of you know there's just so many emotions around all of all of that, and realizing that Jesus had something for me. And I just tell you that before Jesus went to the cross, he told the disciples, I'm going to send you a one just like me so that you'll always have a comforter there. And the, the thing about fear is, is that God desires us to, instead of embracing fear, find ourselves embracing him. And then the, the fear goes away. And so uh, this morning, that was just the, uh, the, that wasn't really part of my message, but I just, I just felt like we're breaking through in this moment from that spirit of fear that has been cast upon us for the entire last year. I, I don't know uh, about you, but I want to reject it because the Lord has more for me than a spirit of fear. Yeah. Amen. You guys good with that? Yeah. All right. Let me see if I can. Uh, Find my notes, actually. See what I was going to say this morning. Well, I, I'll, I'll, this this week is really the culmination of seven weeks uh, before before Easter. Uh, I began a series, and I was talking about the I am's that Jesus spoke in John in the in the Gospel of John, and I wanted to save this last one, which is I am the resurrection and the life for this day, because. Obviously, it seems to fit here. Yes? You guys with me? Yeah. And so uh, it, this is an interesting story, and, and some, some of you may know it, and some of you might not know it. But I'm, I'm going I'm to tell you the story, and then I'm going to read a short portion of the Scripture and just kind of talk, talk through some of it. So what happened was Jesus had a friend, and the friend's name was Lazarus. And Lazarus had two sisters, and Lazarus gets sick. And so they send a message to Jesus and say, hey, your, your friend Lazarus is sick. You should come. And since Jesus was doing all of this healing uh, around uh, Jerusalem, you should come and heal him. And Jesus, he actually takes some time and he doesn't rush right to him to heal him. And so when he gets there, uh, Lazarus has already passed away. And it's a very sad situation because both of the sisters uh, are very upset with Jesus. Now, if you knew somebody that could heal your brother who was dying and then they didn't show up, would you be disappointed? Yeah. Everybody? Thank you. Levi knows we would be disappointed. And Jesus, during these times of disappointments, he, he, he makes this statement, which we're going to read in just a minute. But he wants to reassure us that even though things might not be going really fantastic in your life or just the way that you want them to, that he is still speaking life into that. Woo. Careful I don't blow off on here. Wow. Give me a moment. All right. So that's the backstory. So Jesus is now, he's, uh, Lazarus has passed away, and now Jesus is coming up to the scene. And if you have, uh, have a little flyer, I, I put um, the scripture in there for you. It's John chapter 11, verse 21. Let's see if I have. All right. We got it. 
got it all together. <laughs> and so here's Martha. Martha says, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God has, will give you whatever you ask. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said, yes, Lord, I do. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who has come out into the world. Now, whenever I'm reading the scriptures, I'm always, th I'm always thinking about really the, the lives that are connecting with Jesus and the emotion that's coming. And it's really hard to put in perspective, but I think I can a little bit because when my mom called me and told me that my father had passed away, he, he was a, a, an older gentleman and he, he was natural causes and it wasn't COVID and it was, it was just his, the end of his life. But it was still a shock. And of course, when I was talking, my mom had called that day and said, you're, Stu, you're, you're father has passed away even knowing that it might be happening soon it it just took me uh, obviously it, it it took me back and so as i'm reading this scripture here today i'm thinking of martha and i'm thinking wow jesus was right there and he could have fixed it for her right and so she's really upset and and so she's like jesus what is going on and i know that uh, for most of us, we learn to pray when things are tough. Isn't that right? Uh, my favorite, my favorite prayer is God help. How many have ever prayed that one? How many are praying that right now? You're just, you know, because, because you don't know what to do. You, you know, you're like, I just need somebody to help me. But then there's also the, the other side of that. And that's that we learn disappointment in prayer. Is because we pray to God and we say, God, do this, help me answer this prayer, and then it doesn't come. And I think that part of the message of Easter is that Jesus is still doing something even when he's not answering our prayers. Isn't that right? And she didn't know that, but we do because we get to read this cool story. And, and Jesus is, 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 she's like, Lord, if you were here, you, you would have been able to fix this. And instead, she says, man, I, I am really, I, I'm really disappointed. And Jesus says, well, uh, but, I, and I like this. I, I do like that she's, she's kind of a, a good theologian. She goes, oh, well, I know that, he, that God will even give you whatever you ask now. Now, Jesus was known as one who had already, he, he was healing people wherever he went, right? And every once in a while, somebody would actually die and he would raise them up. He would resurrect them. And so she was like, hey, maybe you can do this now. And so she even had hope 
after the fact. And I, I, that was kind of my, my, my first point that I wanted to encourage you with today. All of us have times and things in our life that die. Think, dreams, things that is like, you know, this whole, this whole last year of pandemic, this has been, this has been a crazy year. I don't know about for you. I'm sure you guys have all, uh, you guys all sailed right through it, right? No, 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 no problem. I mean, even to this day, I'm almost, I almost have a post-traumatic stress syndrome because uh, every day I was, I was wondering whether I was going to have to close the school or, or, you know, I, I, I didn't know what was going on. Uh, and instead, the, the Lord said, I'm going to do something new uh, in, in your life. And for all of us, when we have those broken dreams and any, any prayer that we might have, we might say, Jesus, do this thing. And in, instead, it's like, well, that didn't work out very good. But Jesus, sometimes he lets things go from our life so that he can bring about new life. And I love that in the center of the story, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. And sometimes things go away from us that really, you know, really shatter our our heart. And Jesus wants to come alongside and say, I want to bring new life to that. And so she comes and, and she says, well, I know that, that God will answer you. And Jesus said, well, your brother will rise again. And she says, well, I know that he'll rise again in the resurrection on the last day. But then Jesus says to her, I am the resurrection. And he was saying that right now, when we believe, and that's what he says, the next thing he says, he says, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though he died. He's saying that I am the life now for you. And so when things are not going super well in our life or things have died and things have gone away, Jesus is instead saying, you find your life now in me because I want to bring life to you. Now, let me make this real practical for you. There's things in our life that we're wondering about right now. It's like, is this over? And with some of our prayers, Jesus says, I'm going to resurrect that. With other prayers, he's going to say, I want you to just instead trust me for this new season. And I want to just pause for a moment. And I know everybody's in a different place as far as understanding, uh, you know, what, what you've lost or what has died, or what is dying, and you're like, Lord, if you were only here, you would come through. And I want to just give a moment for the Holy Spirit to come alongside of you and speak to you and say, be at peace about that thing. I am here. I am the resurrection and the life. You know, the pastor only has words, but God has a spirit to be able to speak life. And that's what he wants to do for us this morning. So Jesus wants to bring life even out of death. 
that's really the story of Easter, right? New life. But here's what he says to her, and, and I think this is important for us to, to take away this morning. He says, Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? And what she was saying was that at each point that you trust me, at each point that you trust my life, I will add life to you. And the truth of the gospel, the, the good news, is that Jesus is still alive today to be able to touch our lives as we trust in him. And she was really at this critical point. We don't, I haven't told you the rest of the story, but she was at this critical point of saying, yes, I know that you will bring life to me. And then Jesus does the rest of the story. And if you don't know it, he goes to the graveside of her brother. He'd already been uh, dead for a number of days. And they were worried about Jesus because in those days they didn't do any kind of embalming or anything like that. And so they were afraid that he would be offended by the smell of the decaying body. Jesus didn't mess with that. Instead, he went right in and he said, Lazarus, come forth. And it said that he stood up. He was still wrapped. They used to wrap and grave in these strips of cloth. And he gets up and he comes out of that. They used to bury people in caves back then. Comes out of the cave with new life. And what this tells us, uh, or reminds us of, really, is that Jesus has new life. Now, of course, Lazarus died again, right? Everybody knows it was a, it was a it was a short term thing but jesus was saying something to us right then is that i am able to bring life to you if you'll trust in me so that is really my point for us is that jesus wants to bring life to you and one of the ways that he does that is uh, really by, uh, by showing us his life and his love through practical deeds. As Brooke was saying this morning in our, in, after our, our worship time, he was saying, you know, I know that God has done good things in those that have been following Jesus. And I, I, I've been following Jesus for now for over 30 years. And so many times Jesus has answered my prayers and done great things. How many else could, how many others could say, yeah, I, I never thought that would happen. And even coming through uh, this, this pandemic season, we find that God has, on the backside of it, has been resurrecting and doing great things. And I, I wanted to leave that with you. And my, my last point was, is that Jesus is still doing miracles. Did you know that? Jesus didn't die. I mean, he, he died on the cross 2,000 years ago, but he rose again. 
And he's still doing miracles today. And I wanted to leave you with this because the, the hard things come into our life. And if we don't have an understanding that Jesus still wants to do something, then we won't trust him for it. And everyone here probably has something in your life that you've been praying about, maybe for a while, maybe for a long time, maybe something new. And Jesus wants to touch that part of your life. Now, you know, uh, it's, it's been said that, that God has three answers for prayer. Do you know that? He has a yes. When you say, Lord, do this, please. You'll say yes. And then sometimes he says no. And we don't understand the no's of God's prayers, do we? Uh, you know, we're just disappointed for a little bit. And then we go, oh, I think I'll trust him anyway. But then sometimes Jesus says, not yet. I'm, I'm going to answer that prayer, but I need you to go through something first. Because a lot of the Christian life is really found in what God does in the process of waiting or in the process of seeing that fulfillment. Because God's interested in transforming our lives through the challenges and the trials. So I'm going to close with this because this is really, it's about Jesus, but Jesus reveals himself by answering prayers for people. And so I want to give you guys an opportunity to get your prayer answered. You guys good? Because Jesus, when, you know, John 14, right after this, he says, when I go, I'm going to send another comforter. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit and he is going to be me on the earth for you. And so uh, I'm going to, I'm going to close this portion in prayer and then I'm going to say another short thing before we go. But I am so amazed at how many times, thousands and thousands and thousands of times I've prayed with people and prayed for people and seen the miracle hand of God enter into their life. And so if you are needing that from Jesus, uh, let's go ahead and, and ask him for it this morning. And I'm expecting that he will be answering those prayers. So let's go ahead and pray right now. This is for you. This is the gift of Easter. Jesus is alive. And so, Lord, right now we reach out with those things that we need from you. That just as Martha was going, Lord, if you were here, you could have healed my brother. And Jesus says, I am here. I am the resurrection and the life. And for each and every one of us that's listening this morning, I want you to reach out and say, Lord, you are here. And just as Martha said, I believe you are the son of God. And so, Father, we pray and lift these prayers up to you. We thank you that you're still, still the miracle-working God that still heals, who still provides, who still answers the prayers of our heart. Thank you that you're doing these things in our life. We do believe in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, I said that would be a short message. It's almost TED Talk for me. Yeah. <laughs> but this is what I want to do before we leave. Uh, you know, whenever we, we gather, uh, it, it's become more clear to me 
uh, in my life is I, I talk with a lot of people that don't, uh, you know, we're living in this post-Christian culture where people don't understand what the, what the, the good news of Jesus is really about. And I wanted to take this last couple of minutes to just talk with you about God's plan for salvation. This is the Christian message. And uh, I, I put it on the back of my little my little sheet here, and uh, and, and it's ex- it's explained in these verses here. Uh, this is what it says in Romans three twenty three. It says, "For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God." There's something in all of us that we understand that we're sinners. How many have ever you know you're like ah I blew it. Anybody blew it? Anybody? All right. See, that, that, that's the funny thing. You know, sometimes people think, oh, man, if I'm a Christian, I have to be perfect. It's the opposite. Christians are people who understand I am not perfect. I really, 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 really need God. And so the Bible says, hey, I all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Are you in that? Are you in that camp? OK, so when you discover that, but a lot of times we, we're, we're kind of like, well, I'm trying to be a good person. I'm trying to be a good person. I'm trying to be a good person. And then I fall down. I've fallen short of the glory of God. But and then the, the Bible says that that when when we sin, we actually do separate ourselves from God. And he says in Romans six twenty three, the wages of sin is death. But but <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I don't like that. But. The free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So God has a plan to remove our sin. And that the, the whole Bible is all about that. It's all about God saying, I know that you feel separated from me. And so I am going to do a great thing. Okay. And then John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And so what, what, what God did was he sent his son because of his love for us. And then in 1 John 1, 9, it says, and if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us of all our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I remember the day that I understood this message and it was pretty easy for me because I was a big sinner. I don't have time to tell you my story, but let's just say uh, could have made the papers. Actually, I think I was in the papers, but I'm not going to tell you that. Uh, actually, that is a story for another time. And so Paul tells us in Romans 10, he says, if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is the Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. And that word meaning being saved means that he forgives us of all our sins. We no longer have to have guilt and shame and fear and all those kind of things. We don't have to have fear of death. We can be free. Isn't that awesome? Okay. And then this isn't anything you can earn ever. You can't ever be a good Christian. Have you ever met a good Christian? Okay. Yeah. Uh, You've met a forgiven Christian. You've met a saved Christian, but you've never met a good one because they're just like, ones that you know people who aren't saved for it's by grace you've been saved through faith that's not of yourselves it's a gift from god not a result of works that none should boast nobody can say i'm a great christian instead we can just say i'm a forgiven child of god and then last it says uh 
2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ or has received Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. So many people labor under the understanding. Uh, they look in the mirror and they go, I don't feel so good about myself. Have you ever said that? I, I know it's not the extra COVID pounds that I put on. It's, it's, it's not that. It's just there's something in our mind that, we, that we're like, ah, oh, I know my life was meant for more. What the gospel does is teaches us that Jesus was the more we've been looking for. And so there's a, a prayer I just put at the bottom. It's not, you know, when we understand that Jesus came and he died for our sins, and then we, we confess and say, okay, I need Jesus, then it's really a simple prayer. And, and I want to I end with this today because I don't want anybody walking away from here and going, I don't know, I, I don't know what this Christian message is. It's really plain, it's really simple. It's simple that God loved you more than you could ever know, and he wanted to make a way for you. And so here's the prayer that I'll ask you to pray uh, if you would like to receive Jesus. And maybe uh, maybe you've already uh, you've already said yes to Jesus at another time in your life, but maybe you've walked away from the Lord or you haven't walked forward in your uh, following him. And so I, I, can, I can easily say this along with you. And so I'm going to pray it. So let's go ahead and we'll just bow our heads together and I'll pray this out. And if you agree with me, you can just say, Lord, that's me too. Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending Jesus. I give you my sins. Take it. Take my old life. Replace it with your new. I now turn to you and give you my life. Come and live in me by your Holy Spirit. Change me. Cleanse me. Make me the person that you want me to be. I receive you, Jesus, as my personal Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. The story of Easter is about new life. Amen? If you prayed that prayer this morning, God has now opened heaven for you to have new life. It takes some walking out because how many know that you have a certain way of thinking right now? Everybody? And Jesus loves to transform our minds, and that's what discipleship is about. Uh, his, the, Jesus called his disciples. They walked with him for three years, and they still didn't even get it after three years. So don't worry about it if you've been walking with Jesus a little while, and you're like, hey, I'm still, full, I'm still not getting all this. Okay. May God... Bless you with his peace today. Whenever you fear coming forward, hear the words of Jesus. Peace be with you. Do not fear. For those who have lost this year, Jesus wants to come inside of you and comfort you and very possibly restore things that have been lost. And more than anything, I want you to walk away this morning knowing that you're loved with an everlasting love. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a great rest of your Easter Sunday. It is so wonderful to see you 
I'm going to mask back up. It's like I'm preaching to a bunch of banditos today. Uh, I haven't done that before. Uh, one of the things about our, our church uh, is we, we love to share share the love around. So please uh, greet one another. Uh, and uh, you can even give some hugs if you take it to the side. If not, some elbows are, are just fine. God bless you. Have a great Easter Sunday. And uh, may the Lord answer those prayers we prayed this morning. In Jesus' name. Have a good day. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.